Yeah, it's sports talk from the three bros. Something you can bet on like Pete Rose. And you better not miss it like some free throws. Giving taste is more accurate than Drew Brees throws. And it might get explosive like some C4. We just giving you a look inside the peephole. So if you got a weak take, you better keep those. And get your cheeks swole when you step into the ring with the Amiibros. Recording. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. We are back. Another week of the Amiibros podcast. I am one third of the trio called the Amiibros. I'm your host, Damon, here. Fellas, what's going on? We got Jeremy 85, JDZ. Fellas, how we feeling? We good? Man, I'm feeling better than my picks were last week. Better than my bets were this weekend. And Ooh. better than JJ Watt's pectoral muscle. But besides that, man, I'm doing good, man. We're yeah. uh we're back, we're rolling, and uh it's about to be a a, a, a turnaround week, you know. A girl fight. Uh, um all right, good. I, okay. Yes. Uh we definitely gotta share I gotta share listeners a, a, a funny story about Jeremy eighty five after I uh, check in with Jeremy. How we feeling, man? You good? Good to go, man. My boys keep stomping people out. Uh it's almost college basketball season. Right around the corner next week starts the college basketball season. NBA is going on. Game seven of the World Series today. I know it's probably already happened for you guys, but man, it's an exciting time. Let's get it. Yeah, let's do it. But let's uh let's let's, let's go back to what Jared was talking about real quick. Um Jared, I I appreciate him. I, you know, my brother came through. We're doing a little moving and uh he came through and helped me move some boxes, man. I appreciate it. And then at, as we were doing that, we were like, yeah, let's let's go watch some football, right? So, uh Jared while we're in the process of moving, um he had a spread with the Seattle with the Seattle Seahawks versus the Atlanta Falcons. Long story less long. Uh Seattle <laughs> Seattle blew their cover uh by half a point. Now, let, let me let me let, let's let's back. Hold on, hold on. Let me, let let me say the backstory real quick. Let me say the backstory. <laughs> okay, okay. Tell the backstory. So I bet the Seahawks minus eight and a half points. By halftime, the Seahawks were up on the Falcons 24-0. And literally, I was like, oh, fantastic. I don't really even have to watch this game anymore. They haven't given up any points and they've scored 24 points. All right. Before the half, we're good, right? We're so good. I mean, I, I'm counting yeah. the money up. Is that the end of your? Uh, That's how I was saying on the backstory. Let <laughs> you go. Okay, yeah. So uh, obviously, uh, the Falcons uh, came back to cover against the Seahawks. The Seahawks only scored three points in the second half. On Pretty much, they blew. didn't try to throw. They yeah, didn't try I, to throw. I, I firmly believe that too, Jared. I, I, I think they purposely did not try to score. I don't know if it's the Pete Carroll, Dan Quinn relationship. I don't know, but they definitely uh, took their foot off the gas. But anyway, uh, Jerry, I came out the house. We're in the car. We're headed towards uh, a restaurant downtown. And Jared's like, I cannot believe this. I'm so pissed off. You know what? F it. I'm about to go 500 on the Texans. I said, Jared, why don't you just go 200 on the Texans? Just don't don't go five. And as I'm explaining to him this, he's like, it's done. I'm like, okay. <laughs> so then we proceed to go to Hooters. Shout out to Hooters downtown. Uh wifey Ashley's old establishment. But uh yeah, great, great establishment. Had a good time. And it was just a the food was good, but towards the end of this game, Jared just he just starts dwindling. You see his uh face started just getting no uh, sadder and sadder. I wasn't here's the thing, I wasn't getting sad. What happened was we, so, I just I felt that loss with you, man. That's that's the whole right, point of my story. Here, here's the thing. Damon Damon's like I was like, I hope the Raiders come down here and kick a field goal. To make it a th- to tie the game because that's the only way I'm covering five and a half points. We're up three. Right. They go to OT, right? And Damon's like, "No, you can get the ball back." And score. I was like, "No, no," because 
What's gonna happen is Deshaun. They don't gonna, have any timeouts. I said we, they don't have. They, they had they had three, but I said Deshaun's gonna get you a couple first downs like he always does, and then they're gonna kneel the clock out. And right. lo and behold, they get the ball in field goal range, but they have no timeouts and they kneel the clock out. And I was like, this is terrible, yeah. terrible, terrible. But Vegas is really good. Then I went really huge on the Denver Nuggets versus uh, the Sacramento Kings, and now I'm back to even. So. We 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 scratched and survived. Good time. Yeah, we did scratch and survive. Uh, we got a lot to get into into today, fellas. Uh, shout out to all the listeners that are tuning in. Special shout out to uh, my boy Young Gunner Ryan Young. I didn't I didn't know Ryan was a loyal listener and uh, yes, one of our one of our good boy, good friends. So shout out to him. Uh, but let's go ahead and get into it, guys. Uh, my Panthers. We did not have a great week at that same sitting that Jared and I uh, uh, were at on Sunday. It was it was a long it was a long dinner for the both of us. Uh, the Panthers. I don't know if we just play very shitty or just uh, we're just not that good. I, I don't know yet. I just don't know. Uh, I'm kind of happy that Cam's getting a chance to get back in there. Hopefully next week. He's not. Uh, but let's talk about Scott it. Are the start this week? Oh wow, that's uh, that's that's uh, interesting. So let's start with you, Jeremy. Uh, take it easy. Take it easy on my boys. But let's 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 talk about it. Are the 49ers that good? Or the Panthers uh, just mediocre team? Just a mediocre team. So, I hate to break it to you, Damon. The Panthers are who we thought they were or who I thought they were. Um, I'm not saying that they are a bad team. I think they're a decent team. I think they're well coached. I think they've got some talented players. The defense, uh, I was a little disappointed by. I thought the defense would show themselves a little bit better. Um, But overall, the Panthers are... Middle of the pack. Um, I would probably say they're right there with the Cowboys and the Eagles. They're somewhere in that ballpark. Um, and this was a terrible matchup. When Jared said he was going to bet it last week, I said I wouldn't touch it. And the reason I wouldn't touch it is because styles and matchups make fights. So, overall, what do the Panthers do well? Christian McCaffrey runs the ball really well. What do the uh, those 49ers do well. They have one of the best defensive lines in football. Now, Chris McCaffrey still got his numbers. I mean, he's been really impressive. Um, most of that he one big run he, he had. He, he didn't just get his numbers. He had some impactful yards in that game. I mean, he he made it. I a mean, close, you can only be so had, impactful when you're up when you lose by thirty. But he, he, he made it a thir- what, 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 game. What I'm saying is he he, he 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 had his impact, but um, overall. The, the line could protect like I didn't think they would. And when it comes to the offense, I pointed this out before. So when the Panthers went 15-1, and one, who was the only team to beat them in the regular season? The Falcons. The Atlanta Falcons with Kyle Shanahan running the offense. Kyle Shanahan had a ton of success against that Panthers defense when he was in Atlanta. He understands how to attack it. When it's a division rival, you start to learn. You get nuances to what you can do to attack. And I think the Panthers' defense stacks up better against teams that don't understand the principles of their defense and what they're trying to do. Whenever they go get Sean Payton or Kyle Shanahan, really just the the coordinators who don't just run the same plays every week and scheme people open, um, I think they they run into a little trouble. So um, do I think this will continue for the Panthers? No, I think the Panthers are a solid team. I think they'll probably finish 9-7, and seven. Um, you know, could maybe 10-6. Maybe and six. Um, but I am not betting on them to make the playoffs because the NFC is so deep 
and uh, looks like Vegas is not either. You can get plus 200 on the Panthers to make the playoffs right now uh, if you bet the Panthers to make the playoffs, which is uh, a little, you know, better odds than I thought it would be. So, Damon LaSky is not falling, but your boys are not. That's not a bad one. Hey, we we still going to beat y'all, so uh, it is what it is. But, yeah, uh, that's, that's a good take. I, I, at what? I can't disagree with you. After, after, we, after we let a team put up 50 on us, you know, I, I can I can deal with a mediocre uh, type of uh, kind of review if you want to call it for us right now. But eighty five, what do you what do you think about this Panthers and 49ers, 49ers matchup? Are the 49ers the real deal or the Panthers Panthers just mediocre? Um, if I'm gonna look at it, I think it's a it's a somewhat of a combination of the two. But if I had to give you one, I think it's obviously the 49ers are really, really good. Nick Bosa, I said coming out, I didn't think I thought Nick Bosa was overhyped. Um I didn't see it at Ohio State, and part of, part of it was I thought he was just being hyped up off his brother. But he's better than his brother was at that age. Put this in perspective. His, his start to his career, the only person who has matched what he's done so far is Julius Peppers, his first seven games. He's the only per- – since, since the 2000, uh, Julius Peppers is the only other person to have seven sacks in their first seven games and an interception. Uh, the only one close to that number was uh, – Von Miller with six sacks. So I think that team's really good. What about Alden Smith? Did he get close? I feel like Alden Smith nah, was no, really no, good no. out of the gate. Alden Smith, Smith was great out of the gate. He was in the same draft class as Von Miller, but he he his second year was where he broke out and had like 20 sacks, somewhere around there. Um, okay. That draft class, by the way, was the best pass rushing draft class of all time. Uh, that's J.J. Watt, um, Von Miller, um, Alden Smith, who didn't pan out because of the drugs, what? but was amazing. What, what year was uh, that? That was 2011. Yeah, that was the Cam Jordan draft, too. Yeah. So, um, I mean, you had a lot of guys getting it done. Uh, but with that being said, I think the 49ers, they, I'm, I still don't believe in Jimmy Garoppolo. Uh, I still don't trust him in big moments. I still think he's their weak link. And the reason why I wouldn't say they're the favorites to win the, the NFC. But – in reality, if they had a quarterback I trusted, I would say they they should be the favorites to win the NFC. Um, there's they run the ball extremely well. They're they're the best rushing team in the NFL. Scheme wise, there's no question about it. Um, Kyle Shanahan has gotten even from his dad the uh, you know he's he's learned how to use the, the zone blocking scheme to be able to set people up, and he's even more creative than his dad was when it comes to that. What he's doing right now is using a lot of motion. He's got Debo Samuel doing a lot of different cuts. Um, and, 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 you know, setting up draws, setting up trap plays. I mean, it's, it's phenomenal to see. So um, ultimately, I don't, think, I don't think that you can just blame that whole thing on, oh, this is just them not being good. I think this is a, a combination of the 49ers being, I think, the best. I think they are the, the most talented roster in the NFL. Now, do I think they're the best team? No, because I don't trust the quarterback. But if you go – you know, one through 53 on that roster. I mean, look at their just defensive. Look at their defensive line. Their defensive line is five first round picks. They got D Ford. They got Eric Armstead. They got Nick Bosa, who's just deboing everybody. I mean, you got, you got guys everywhere. You got Richard Sherman. We, 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 we do the same thing. (laughs) I I, I like your, I like your your roster. Cam, Cam Jordan, first round pick, all pro. Marcus Davenport, yes. first-round pick. Sheldon Rankins, first-round pick. Malcolm Brown, first-round pick. 
There's a lot of teams that do that. But Jeremy, here's the difference though. I think when you when you look and you guys are you guys if you're gonna say who has the best roster, you guys are in that conversation. But I, I your your guys are a lot older. They're they're not like and I'm not telling taking anything away from let's say Cam Jordan, but it's not like Cam Jordan is a, a spring chicken. As you said, he he he's thirty and, and he's around he's around thirty thirty one. Twenty nine thirty. I mean, he's got eight sacks this year, so I mean, he's yeah. yeah. He's, he's he's a baller. I'm not taking anything away. If you want to say you guys, but I, I personally think they have the best roster. I mean, I, I think that's that's my my opinion on it. So at the end of the day, Panthers will be fine. Panthers are going to make the playoffs. That plus two hundred doesn't surprise me. Remember, I told you guys last year, um, Texans were tied for first place, and they were a plus two fifty to make the playoffs. I got on the podcast and I told you guys definitely take the Texans plus two fifty. I did it. I made my money. Um, hopefully, you guys did the same. Uh, but you know, this that's a line I would take. Um, I like I like the fact that. I mean, I, I think they're going to split at least with the Saints. I don't expect the Saints to keep just overpowering people. Um, and I think Cam Newton's going to be back, and I think he's going to be healthy, and I think he's going to be motivated to prove people wrong. So at the end of the day, I like the line. All right, so to to the question of are they the bet, the team to beat now in the NFC? Absolutely not. Let's just go through and 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 this can go along with the Patriots as well. These are the two defenses everybody's been talking about. Um, so I just want to go into a little bit more depth on who they've played, shall we? Okay, so they started with the Buccaneers. So they played Jameis Winston. Then they played Andy Dalton. Then they played Mason Rudolph. Then they then they played uh, Baker Mayfield. Then they played Jared Goff. Then they played Case Keenum. Now they played Kyle Allen. You guys see any kind of trend here? None of those quarterbacks being a top 15 quarterback in the league. I mean, at the end of the day, they haven't played anybody. Look at those offensive lines they played against. The Buccaneers have a bad line. The Bengals have a bad line. The Steelers have a good line, and they couldn't get to they couldn't get to Mason Rudolph, and they almost lost that game at home. Uh, the Browns have a terrible offensive line. The Rams have a terrible offensive line. The Redskins have a terrible offensive line, and the Panthers have a terrible offensive line. I want to see what they look like when they go against those boys. Ram check. And, and Teron Armstead, who go stand up there and say, hey, I've already shut out half the best pass rushers in football. And then we got a team who's going to go put up go put up points. And you got Richard Sherman out there who's got a guard, a wide receiver, who can actually get open. Michael Thomas, the best receiver in football. I don't think they can match us physically. I don't. And I know for sure the, the uh, 49ers, who are missing their top three tackles right now, cannot hold up in pass protection. That their top two corners are out. Their third corner got injured in um in, in in training camp, so they're playing on their fourth and fifth tackles. They're pretty much out scheming people to get people open. Uh, the one thing that we can do that most teams in the league can't do is stop the run with four people. I think there's some other teams that can do it. Um, I don't think they're going to beat the pa- the Packers. I think Aaron Rodgers is going to be able to uh, have some time with. Uh, Bakhtiari and their tackles, I think they're going to be able to put up some points. Now, do I think their offense or their defense is good? No, I think their defense sucks as well, but I think they're going to lose that game. I think they'll at least lose one game to Seattle. I think they could, they'll probably lose to the Ravens because as fast as Joey Bosa is, he's not catching Lamar Jackson. Um, Nick Bosa. Nick, yeah, Nick Bosa. Uh, yeah, Joey Bosa couldn't catch me, but Nick Bosa, you know, he can't catch uh, uh, <laughs> Lamar Jackson. So I see Joe, them with Joe a few. Joe is so good, but he ran like you're right. He ran, he ran a four nine, four, four nine, nine three. seven. 
Four nine seven. Four nine seven. Yeah. And, and yeah. his pass rushing moves are just that good, though. Yeah, yeah. He Nick Nick got the athleticism, but yeah, I, I see them. I see them finishing thirteen and three, twelve and four. They'll they'll be they'll be really good. But you know they played a, a cupcake schedule early on. I don't think they're the best team in football. Just like I don't even think the Patriots are the best team in the AFC. I think the Patriots are uh, a little overhyped because they played who's, who's out absolutely the nobody. In the AFC? Right now, I think there's a few teams that will beat the Patriots. I wouldn't be surprised if the, if the Ravens beat the Patriots um, this week. I think that the Texans were, were going to have a, a – a, a, well, I think the Texans would have had a better chance of beating them before uh, before the injuries. And the team I really think is the best team in the AFC is still the Kansas City Chiefs. I don't think they'll be able to stop Patrick Mahomes when he comes back. And based on the way Brady's looked, I'm not sure there's a team he can score a lot of points against. I just don't. So um, I, your, I'm going to go with the Chiefs on that. I'm I'm clearly I'm a Texans fan. There's no team in the AFC better than the Patriots right now. Now, I, do I think I do I think the Texans can beat the Patriots? Yes. Do I think the Chiefs can beat the Patriots? Yes. Do I think the Ravens? Eh, not as much. I think they're actually going to get beat pretty bad because I don't. I still don't trust Lamar Jackson. I, I, bet, the, I bet the I bet the Patriots minus three and a half mainly because I because of the Patriots and I think they may get some turnovers. But it, would I be surprised if they lose? No. Right, um, right, and that's, but, but that doesn't mean they're not the best. I w- I wouldn't be surprised they lost to the Texans. I still think they're a better team than the Texans. But I mean, last last thing I'll throw out about the Patriots because I know this wasn't the topic. But uh, let's go through the Patriots quarterbacks they face: Big Ben, who needed elbow surgery; uh, Ryan Fitzpatrick; uh, what's Ka- the kid from uh, Falk, Luke Falk? Uh, they faced uh, Jared Allen or yeah, Josh Allen. Um, then they played Case Keenum as well. Then they played Daniel Jones. Then they played uh, Sam Darnold, who was seeing Ghost. And then they played Baker Mayfield. So, um, among them all, Darnold, a friendly Ghost. Yeah, yeah. So, um, so far, and 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 the best receipt, the highest uh, rated receiver so far this season, they played most yards and most catches. John Brown on the, on the uh, Buffalo Bills. So let's tell you all you need to know about that. No receivers. No running backs, no quarterbacks. I mean, hey, of course your defense looks great. But Jared, yeah, it was, uh, it's, go ahead, Jared. Last point. I was gonna say, there's one thing to say. Oh yeah, of course their defense looks great, Jared. They've scored on defense and special teams five touchdowns. They've allowed four. Yeah, they're yeah. I'll, I'll give them. That. I think the defense is legit. But do I think there's they they don't have any pass rush who can go get you with you know without scheming it. There's a lot of quarterbacks that are experienced. If you go against Deshaun, or you go uh, well, Deshaun, I don't know if he got a line. Even if he calls out the right protection, that'll block him. But if you go against Green, we got a great line. Our line's hurt. We're, right now, everybody on our team's hurt. We got literally two tackles out uh, on our offensive line. But when when I think by the time we play the Patriots, all of them will be back. Yeah, we'll be fine. yeah, maybe they'll be back. But I mean, look, most of the elite quarterbacks. Speaking in the of being hurt, yeah, JJ Watt torn pec out for the season. What are your thoughts? Let's start with Jeremy on this. Well, this is going to be the third year in the last four that J.J. Watt finishes the year on IR. So um, not a good trend that you want to set. I said before they traded Jadevion that the person they should have been looking to get rid of was J.J. Watt. Jared told me, no, J.J. was still playing elite. He had 16 sacks or something last year. And I said, yep, but he's getting older. You probably want to trade him while his stock is high, and you see what you have now. At the end of the day um, – I think Whitney Merciless is going to get double teamed every single play now. They're going to force somebody else to beat them. I think they could have stacked some depth with their uh, 
with their defensive line to begin with. I mean, if you look at a guy like Taco Charlton, who was right down the street, got released by the Cowboys, I think he's got four or five sacks so far this season. So, I mean, there's some people who I think you could probably help, you know, bring some benefit. Um, I was thinking the Texans, being that they're a playoff team, would go out and try to get someone in free agency um, or by the trade deadline. But the reason why they didn't is because they gave up 147 picks to get Laramie Tunsil. So, um, at the end of the day, I didn't second-guess this. I first-guessed it. Um, I said they should have traded him while he still had trade value. I think J.J. Watt is still, you know, uber productive whenever he's on the field. But if you can't finish the seasons on the field, then it's probably time to go ahead and move on for me. This would have been a Bill Belichick move three years ago. So, first and foremost, you're wrong. Um, yeah, <laughs> I mean, I think if you, if you yeah, want to look, look at J.J. and sell, well, you should have traded him. Uh, coming into this week, J.J. Watt led the NFL in pressures and quarterback hits, which means he was playing extremely well. And if there was something that was, okay, it was the same knee or it was something like that, I'd be like, okay. But one, J.J. Watt's the same age as as Cam Jordan. Two, J.J. Watt, he tore a peck because he reached out and made a tackle in the backfield behind the line of scrimmage. That's more of a freakish injury than than Carmelo Anthony is the same age as LeBron James, just in case you're wondering. But, Jeremy, the difference is – they both play the same position. They're both similar. It's not like there there was some, oh, you know, he's probably got a good chance of tearing his peck. I, mean, I think at the end of the day, it was a situation to where he had a freak injury. And we now, now do I think the Texans, I, I think that changes our, our, our trajectory this year. Um, do I think we're legitimate Super Bowl contenders? I, I don't. Um, and the main reason is not because of just that injury. It's We've had too many. I mean, you start looking at our lineup. Um, we are our top three cornerbacks were out. Um, you got the literally two of our, our, our top two tackles are out on offensive line. JJ is out now. We got rid of Clowney and we really didn't get much back for Clowney. Um, we got uh, even our backup right tackle was out. So at the end of the day, do I think that, that the Texans are going to get better? Yes. I think we're going to take some of those linebackers we got in the Jadavion uh, trade and we're going to turn them into, you know, some productive pass rushers. Barcavis Mingo, Jacob Martin. Martin has a great get off. Um, but then outside of that, I think we're, we're just going to, we're going to fill way of fill holes and Deshaun Watson is going to do what he normally does, which is ball. Jared, you brought up Cam Jordan. They are the exact same age, basically. But let me tell you something about Cam Jordan. Cam Jordan has been in the league and played in 128 games. You want to tell you when that first game was? The first time he got on the field. He has not been injured since. He has never missed a game. He has the longest running uh, start streak in the NFL for a defensive player. So um, comparing that to someone who's had been on IR already two of the last three years before this year, it's but, – But but that's, that, that, that's silly, it's, though. It's, it's, it's comparing Tony Romo to Drew Brees. Yes, yes, Drew Brees and Tony Romo were the same age, but Tony Romo could not stay on the field and Drew Brees could. But the, the silly part about that is this, though, Jeremy. You're trying to you, – you said, oh, they should trade J.J. Watt because you said you didn't think he was an elite player anymore. Um, no, 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 no. I said he was coming off a high season, and I didn't think he was as good as Jadeveon, and Jadeveon was 25. So if you're going to let one guy go and, and, over and, and have a huge contract for the other one, I'm keeping the 25-year-old. But he clearly is better than Jadavion. Jadavion hasn't 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 done much at all. He had a great first two or three games with Seattle. 
I actually think Seattle's going to miss the playoffs. I think Seattle might be the most overrated team in the NFL. Um, if you watch their schedule, they play one of the weakest schedules in the league, and they have one of the lowest point, point differentials out of any team that has a winning record. They have a 12-point differential this year. And you watch the teams they played that were actually decent. They should have lost to the Rams. Uh, Rams kicker missed a 40-yard field goal to end the game. They got destroyed by the Saints, even though the score looked decently close at the end because they, they had all those garbage yards. Uh, I mean, you had all all these people that that it looks like, oh, they're, they're good. They played the Ravens. They got blown out. Like, they're just not that good of a team. So They get blown up by the Ravens. Uh, they had a couple of, like, lucky play. Like, they, Russell Wilson played pretty terrible against the, against the Ravens. First off, then they had the one where the running running back just dropped the ball without getting hit, and it just stayed on the sideline, and the guy picked it up and ran it back for a touchdown. There's a lot of fluky stuff that happened in that game. Yeah, I just don't. I don't believe in him at all. Uh, so I don't think I don't think you can look at it and say oh, Clowney was the guy. I, I would I would never pay Clowney. Uh, I would never p- paid him the money he wanted. He wanted Aaron Donald money, and he ain't close to Aaron Donald good. So at the end of the day, uh, we'll probably we have a, a, a rookie uh, a menu. We'll probably move him uh, some outside. Also, last year, even when J.J. was playing, uh, a lot of times we moved D.J. Reader to the uh, defensive end. Obviously, he's an elite defensive tackle, but he has played defensive end. Last year, he played about half his snaps there. So we'll be fine. We'll miss a, mix and match. And, um, you know, I think as long as we get healthy, we can be Super Bowl contenders. But until we start getting some of these guys back, Bradley Roby, uh, Jonathan Joseph, some, some of our defense, it's going to be tough, tough sledding. All right, let's uh, switch to some NBA, fellas. Uh, the Warriors lost, or the Warriors, not the Warriors. The Warriors lost back-to-back yeah. games by over 25 points to start the season. Uh, do we feel like the Warriors are going to miss the playoffs? Um, especially with Clay being out for, it seems like, the rest of the season where Steve Kerr has uh, gone on record and said he's going to be out for most of the season. Uh, but, yeah, I mean, what what do you guys feel about um, how the Warriors are looking uh, headed into uh, uh, the beginning of this year? Let's start with 85. So, I I don't want to, like, misquote anybody on this podcast. I remember somebody telling me, Clay Thompson's overrated. It's just the fact that he's on a team with Steph. They really don't even need anybody but Steph. I do remember that. This is all about Steph Curry. He's the greatest point guard of all time. He's better than Magic Johnson. I'm not sure. Damn, did I misquote? I don't think you did. I don't think that's – and here's the thing. Stuff's awesome. I'm not taking anything away from stuff. But I try to tell y'all, Clay Thompson is one of the most underrated players in the league. He's one of the only players who can play can in that question, offense. Why, why are you going – explain to me also how you can attribute this to, to Clay and not attribute it to Andre Iguodala or, or Kevin Durant or all the other seven players that are missing. How, how is this directly attributed to Clay? I can tell you exactly how. I can tell you exactly how. When they won 73 games Andre that Iguodala season – Andre Iguodala was there, but Kevin Durant was not there. So I can I can excuse him. Andre Iguodala, clearly, if you're looking at, at, at who's the best player, there's nothing he does better than Klay Thompson. He's not a better shooter than Klay Thompson. He's not a better defender than Klay Thompson. He There's nothing he does better than Klay Thompson. He's so a much better dribbler and, and playmaker than Klay Thompson. Klay Thompson can't put the ball on the floor. So but but he, he's, he barely puts the ball. I mean, like It's not like they ran offense through Iggy at all. So all I'm telling you is I'm not telling you that that – Stuff and those won't make the playoffs. I'm not going to be disrespectful and, and and try to act like, oh, no, you know, this is just what they are. But what I will tell you is Clay, Clay Thompson made that team. Uh, he was their, their guy who could, at the end of the day, 
get you points without needing the ball in his hands. He was the guy who could go out there and defend guys uh, at any position really outside of uh, that from the small forward to the to the center. I mean, small forward to the point guard. And he was allowing Steph Curry to be able to, to rest on defense by having him guard the second best guard on the team. Uh, what he's doing now is D'Angelo Russell is a worse defender than Steph. So now it's a lot tougher because Steph's got to go out there and guard people. And they're expecting him to go out there and put up 30, 35 points a game. Now he's having this, this James Harden type of role where he's got to be the dominant facilitator and scorer. I just don't think he's built for that. I think he's built uh, – to, he's a really good player, but I don't think he's built to to be on a team where he's got to carry them. I think he's built on a team where he can help, and obviously he he can carry a lot of the load. But I I just don't expect this to end very well. I think they're going to probably be an eight seed, seven seed, maybe, um, or they could just miss the playoffs all 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 together. I mean, I think that's that's a possibility. But right now, I'd probably lean for them to be an eight seed. Hmm. Are you is you finished or is you done? So um, I think is that a question about me or the Warriors? Okay, um, I like Jared. I'm going to quote somebody else who's been on this podcast, who had their own opinion. So I'm not going to quote this person, but I know every time that LeBron leaves a team and goes to a different team, and the team he left struggles, I know somebody who says that's proof that it was just him. He had no help. So with Kevin Durant leaving the Warriors and them struggling, I've never said LeBron had no help. I've never said LeBron had no help. I've heard that before from somebody. I don't know who it was. I know I have said that always, proved how dependent let, the team let was on point. I let him finish. I, I'm just telling you that's it. Well, I, I know for sure I've always said that LeBron always leaves when it comes time to rebuild because he doesn't want to stay through the tough years, and that's why he keeps moving from team to team. And somebody said, no, it was Miami because, you know, he couldn't get any help, and then he left Miami because he just wanted to go home. I never he said LeBron there, couldn't get any then, help. I'm not sure where where that keeps coming from, but go ahead. Oh, he couldn't get enough help. Okay, maybe he said enough help because that's, that makes it completely different. But um, nevertheless. Not when Bosch were getting old, but go ahead. Okay. All right, nevertheless, let's go through this Warriors roster. So you got Draymond, you got Steph. Um, you've got D'Angelo Russell. Okay, solid. Let's go through the rest of it. Of the players that have played so far this year, Glenn Robinson III, Eric Paschal, Jordan Poole. Pascal. That tells you as much as I need to know about it. Amari Spellman, Damian Lee. Marquise Chris, Jacob Evans, and Kevon Looney came back last game to play 10 minutes. Somebody name me one player on there you've ever seen play basketball. That looks like a list of players that if you played my career mode on NBA 2K, they would put on your team in year 2017 or 2027 that don't even exist. I have no clue who any of these people are, and that's why the Warriors are struggling. I am not blaming Steph Curry. People are talking about, oh, this is what Harden's had to deal with. Harden's got like Eric Gordon and Chris Paul and Austin Rivers. I mean, I mean, you go through these teams. You didn't mention Draymond or D'Angelo Russell there. Can Draymond Green make a shot? Yes. No, he cannot make a shot. They're literally leaving him wide open. Yeah, yeah. Put, put it in perspective. Who's playing with more talent? Steph Curry right now or LeBron James all last season? Oh, LeBron James had way less talent. Because uh, all I know is 
One of them guys was on his team last year. I ain't going to call out no names. That guy's averaging 27, 10, and 5 on 50% shooting and 50% for the three. That's all. I, I don't know who record? that is. What's their record? I mean, they're missing three out of five starters. But, I mean, hey. But that's the thing. That's record? why his numbers are that high. Wait, wait. Did, did you not tell me what LeBron's numbers were last year? Because I, 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 I can no, tell I, you. I've never right? brought LeBron's numbers last year. I said LeBron's teammates got hurt and LeBron got hurt. Oh, wait. So, his teammates got hurt. So, that's why they weren't winning. Okay, cool. Um. So let, let's just go into, yeah. but I'm not gonna so, justify I mean, stats. I mean, Jared, if you look at this team for the Warriors, outside of D'Angelo Russell and Draymond Green, name me one other player that can start on any other NBA team. Uh, besides D'Angelo Russell and who? And Draymond. And stuff. I mean, that's three. Who are the other starters? But no, no, I'm saying on any other NBA team. Breaking news, maybe breaking one news, of these other breaking news, breaking news. Howie Kendrick just hits two one two run shot, puts the Nationals, Nationals up. up. 3-2. Nationals breaking are news, breaking news. They, they keep coming back. It's probably not I mean, breaking when this good. comes out, but it was breaking when we filmed. But Jared, name me yeah. one other player who the Nationals lit, yo. I like this. Could could make a starting Willie roster. Willie Stein uh, started last year for the. Uh, Willie Collie Stein has not I, played a single minute yet. Oh, he's, he may be hurt, but he played last year. You said name one. I said of the players I named, I listed the name of all the players that have played so far. Uh, Marquise Chris started several seasons for the Suns. Marquise Chris ain't starting nothing. Marquise Chris is literally the worst player in basketball. Marquise Chris was like the third pick in the draft. He started several several uh, years for the Suns. I'm not telling you their roster is good. But what I'm telling you is if you have three all-stars, then you should be able to not get blown out by 25 points in back-to-back games. No, it's it's pretty much exactly what um, – I mean, I saw LeBron get blown out by 19 points in three straight NBA Finals games. But, I mean, that's uh, neither here nor there. Overall, I'm sitting here looking at Marquise Chris and all these guys they got on the floor, and I'm saying they've got no, they've got no talent. Do I think Steph Curry is going to play well and probably get them around 500? Probably make the playoffs as an eight seed when Clay comes back? Sure. But overall, I mean, you need more than two guys that can make a shot outside of four feet. I mean, I, 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 don't, I don't understand what's so difficult to understand. Steph Curry right now is going through what LeBron has been skipping for the last 10 years. And this is what Kobe went through after Shaq left. And this is why I say there's no reason. And this is why... Overall, this is why I always said, if LeBron can't get more rings than Kobe or Jordan, there's no, absolutely no reason anybody should put him above them. He's been skipping these tough years, going from team to team to team to team, and staying yeah, what on you call, teams that what have you call his last talent. year in Cleveland? What did you call his last year in Cleveland? What did I call his last year in Cleveland? You talking about the one he had like four All-Stars on his team? Who are his four All-Stars? Uh, Isaiah Thomas, Dwayne Wade, uh... Derrick Rose. Which one of them? I don't Kevin know. Oh, Love. So, oh, so. Uh, uh, former All-Stars. Okay. Okay. Wait, wait, did Draymond make former an All-Star All-Stars. last year? Who? Did Draymond make an All-Star last year? You just called him All-Star, didn't you? Draymond, Draymond had to have four All-Stars on the team. Draymond made the All-NBA team two years ago. No, he's not made an All-Star team in the last two years. He made it. He made it. He hasn't made it since Kevin Durant got there. But, yeah, but that's because Kevin Durant got there. None of those players are, are, are any of them any, even in the league right now? Uh, and by the way, uh, Dwayne Wade was an all-star last year too. But um, 
Oh yeah, because they gave him an honorary All Star. Like they, like they would have given Vince. I mean, Curry they, they, they gave D'Angelo Russell an honorary All Star because he didn't make it on the original ballot. So at the end of the day, Ooh. what I'm telling you, Steph Curry is going through the rebuild of all rebuilds. They will be back. And of all rebuilds. This yeah. is like, hold, hold. I'm not going to give you this pass though. Let, let, let's let's be honest. Steph Curry, they they've cheated as as Pat Beverly said the first night. They've cheated the last two years. They have. They've had all these Hall of Famers. They have four Hall of Famers on the same team. And now no, no, they're no, no, they have it. Draymond is not a freaking Hall of Famer. Draymond's barely an All-Star. Yes, if Kevin Love's a Hall of Famer, then Draymond's a Hall of Famer. Kevin Love Kevin Love has averaged 27, 13, and 5. You're talking about Draymond, whose career average is like 8 and 6. But Draymond is, is Defensive Player of the Year twice. So, I mean, who's, who hasn't been Defensive Player of the Year? I mean, is Bruce Boyd a Hall of Famer? No, but at, at the end of the day, Bruce Bowen hasn't been a catalyst for. I mean, literally, if 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 it's not, you you can look at it two ways. But if it's not for um for Draymond's suspension, as you said, you thought that they would have won that the uh, the title a couple years ago, correct? I do. And if they did win that title, who's probably going to be Finals MVP? It was going to be Steph Curry. No, it wasn't. It was because they would have won in Game Five, and it wasn't going to no Game Six, or Game Seven. I know Draymond would have been if they got it won in Game Seven, but if it wasn't for that, they would have closed out in Game Five, and Steph Curry would have been the MVP. So yes, it would have been Steph Curry. Uh, okay, Jeremy. At the end of the day, you, they, he's got enough talent; he needs to win. Hey, I mean, it's first, it's the first week of the season. I know. I wouldn't say he has enough talent to win an NBA, especially how yeah, deep it is. Yeah. Oh no, I'm, um, I'm not saying he's got enough talent to win a title. He's got enough talent I mean, on that team to make the playoffs. Did LeBron make the playoffs last year? In the West? I don't think LeBron he got hurt. Talent. Did LeBron He's got three all-stars LeBron on the same team. Did LeBron have – Where were the all-stars, Jared? Yeah, about- D'Angelo Russell and Draymond Green and stuff. It's not a real all-star, Jared. Yeah. Yeah. Russell's an all-star in the East. He, Jared, been- no, but I mean- he pretty much had the green light do whatever he wanted in Brooklyn. He's is is D'Angelo Russell a competent number two? No. On what? Is Draymond Green a competent number three? No. Yeah, but Draymond. Draymond's not a competent number three. Jerry, name me ten teams that are better number three than Draymond. Ten teams? It's not ten teams that competed for a title. There's there's more than ten teams that's gonna make the playoffs. At the end of the day, I'm not telling you that he's gotta be great. I said I think he's gonna be. Give me, give me. But if Russell, Jerry, do you have more talent than Russell Westbrook had when when Russell Westbrook made the playoffs after KD left? It's debatable. I mean, you got. I, I don't think D'Angelo Russell is nearly as good as Victor Oladipo. And Victor Oladipo was on that team. And so was Sabonis. And so was Steven Adams. And they had a much deeper bench. And they weren't running. A, you you tell me one through three. Okay, one through three might be talented enough to make the playoffs. What about four through 12? Because four through 12, 12 looks like the uh, Santa Monica Warriors D-League team as opposed to an actual NBA roster. Hey, well, I, how about this? How about if Steph Curry stops putting his brother-in-law, the guy who married his wife, into the doggone <laughs> lineup, I have married his sister, into the lineup, maybe they'd have a deeper bench. Hey, yo, let's yeah, get little, everybody in here. A little, that's, a little, that's a little personal. <laughs> I mean, hey. if, 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 hey, if, if I, mean, I he had, had no to, real players, I might, I'm going to throw people in too. Hey, I mean, his, 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 his brother-in-law had 22 points the other night. I was like, oh, okay, fantastic. Maybe, maybe if... if, if if my homeboy could uh could go out there and start start dating somebody from from the uh from whatever family the Rivers family and the Curry family who all seem to just be dating all each other and their siblings, maybe we'll be fine. Yeah, yeah, oh yeah. At the, end, at the end of the day, right. at the end of the day, 
They they have oh, not God. looked great early, but we'll see how it shakes out. I know Jared's feeling extra confident considering that the Lakers have not played. I said I think they made the playoffs. I'm just telling you, I don't want to hear about considering, how considering got, the Lakers. Considering tough, the Lakers have yet to play outside of the Staples Center, and considering the fact that you know LeBron is out here looking like um, you know Robin, but nevertheless, let's move on. Yeah, let's get into some picks. Um, last week. Uh, where were we at? Jeremy was plus 200 last week, and wow, he's above 500 for the season, plus 200 for the season. So, good job on that, Jeremy. Jared Man 85 was 200 down last week, and he's even on the season. So, Jeremy <coughs> has slow grinded his way back. It's probably second set, you know. I guess you guys are still on serve, so Jared has a, has a chance to hold on, uh, hold on, hold have on. a couple good weeks and you know, see I what got, happens. But I've yeah, let's, an- let's I've get to the up- picks, Jeremy. I got another update to throw in, Damon, while we're going through updates. In regulation, the Houston Rockets are up 158 to 155 against the Wizards. Who would have played defense in that game? It's still in regulation. James Harden, James Harden, 8 of 32 for 58 points and 9 assists and 3 rebounds. <laughs> On the other end. have so many free throws. How do you, how do you 8 for 32 and have 58 oh, points? On the other end, you got guys like Bradley Bill, 14 of 20 for 44 points. But – let me go on and get into these picks. That is uh, that threw me off because I, I mean, what's the over under in that game? Three hundred and fifty. I mean, yeah, okay, yes. It, <laughs> I would like to see what it is. That'll be interesting. Yeah, but to go through my picks from last week, uh, there was one pick. I told you guys early in the month. I'm probably not going to continue in November because the lines get more outrageous and it gets harder to cover. But in October. You bet the Saints. The Saints in the last 22 games in October are 21-1 and against the spread and straight up. If you took advantage of it, you would have won. So I got $200 on that. Personally, I bet about $350 on it and won easily. So uh, the other games that I bet over the week, I've got um second game I, I bet this week that I won. Um, I bet the Packers to cover three and a half. Uh, against the Chiefs. It was a pretty easy spread. I think when I made that bet, it was when Patrick Mahomes was st- first starting to practice and people still actually thought he was going to play. Um, that was unfortunate on their behalf, but it was great for me. So that made me 2-0. and um, I bet the Colts um, minus 5.5 against the Broncos. I lost that game. They were down one point, driving the ball with one minute to go. Adam Vinatieri had already missed an extra point and an actual field goal from about 35 yards. And they stopped on the 35 and ran the ball three times and elected to stop to kick a 52-yard field goal in which Adam Vinatieri, the clutch one, made it. So they won by two points. But had he made his extra point and his 35-yard field goal, what does that go to, people? Six points. That's a cover. That was a loss. Um, another game that I bet, the Rams at Bengals. This was my absolute favorite game I bet this weekend. Um, I had the Rams minus uh, 13 and a half. They uh, were up 14 points with eight seconds left when the Bengals throw a touchdown pass to make it an eight-point game. However, upon further review, that play was overturned. They don't score. They win by 14, cover. And then lastly, I bet the Jets minus six. I thought they'd be able to hang in against the Jaguars. I thought it was gonna they would come back, 
you know, guns are blazing out to getting blown out by the Patriots, but they just look like they're terrible. So three and two, 200 up for the week or for the, uh, for the year. As I told you guys early in the season, it's tough to kind of judge who's good or not. My strategy is generally at the end of the season, I trust teams um, tendencies. If a team is not consistent, I generally don't bet them. So I bet teams that are either normally really good or they're normally really bad. And I don't try to steer away from that. So, to start with my bets for this week, uh, I'm going to start off with the 49ers, minus 9.5 against the Arizona Cardinals. That game is on Thursday night. Um, I think that game is going to be pretty much a walkover because uh, we pretty much injured their entire running back core. They had to bring in Kenyon Drake in, uh, on Monday in a trade. He's getting there on a short week. They're not going to be able to get plays. The protection is going to be breakdown, and I think they're going to really get out to the quarterback. Uh, I think Kyler Murray is going to be running for his life the entire time because they already have a terrible um, defensive line or offensive line, and I can see Nick Bosa getting some more sacks. So um, nine and a half, I'm betting 200 on the 49ers. Next game, I know I said I normally don't bet teams that are inconsistent, and I'm going to bet the Jets, minus three. But what did I also tell you? I bet that teams that are bad will stay bad. The Jets are playing the Dolphins. There's not a single team in the league I would bet the Dolphins plus three on. Um, so, Jets minus three, $200. Second bet. Third bet, Packers minus three and a half against the Chargers. The Chargers, in my opinion, are the most disappointing team in football because they consistently look so bad. If it wasn't for Mitchell Trubisky, um, who looks absolutely garbage, and the field goal kicker missing a 40-something yard kick, they would have lost to the Bears, so I am going to put that down for the Packers. Book it. Patriots, minus three and a half. This is a tough one for me um, against the Ravens. I think that uh, they'll be able to fool Lamar Jackson. I think out of every coordinator in the history of sports, there's not one I trust more than uh, Bill Belichick on the defense. So I think he'll be able to you know, call out some plays and, and really be able to fool Lamar. Uh, Lamar ha- – Belichick has had some issues with some running quarterbacks. I've seen it with uh, Deshaun. Um, he's had a little trouble with Vic in the past. He's had trouble with Cam. Um, so the off-script stuff can really, you know, maybe cause some headaches. But um, I think they'll be able to hang in there and put up some points. And then just looking back, I know their defense has been playing a lot better since week three. Um, but I'll look back to that game they played against the Browns when uh, Nick Chubb ran all over the place. I think you're going to see a lot of heavy formations. I think you're going to see a lot of Sony Michelle. Um, and I'm not really sure how good their Ravens front is. So uh, I'm going Patriots there. And lastly, I'm going to bet minus seven on the Dallas Cowboys against the New York Giants. And that's just mainly because I don't trust the New York Giants. I think Dak Prescott um, will come out, set the tone. They're, uh, they're coming off their bye week. And so I'm looking forward to seeing how it pans out. So those are my picks. I'm going to stay uh, out of that red. And so uh, keep betting with me. Let's go. So. This happened last year, guys. No need to panic. Last year, Jeremy passed me for one week. That was when Jeremy went on his like his mad scientist where he kept going $996 every week. Actually, on actually when I when I passed you last year, the only reason you got back up is because I started doing that because I was missing on some of those. I was destroying you for about a four-week stretch, and then I got behind doing that. But continue. Uh, I'm not sure. You, you, you were hitting for about a four-week stretch, but I was up so much at the beginning. I, there was one week where you passed me. Um. But with that being said, I think you have a situation where I, I completely 
have been off the last, eh, I don't know how many weeks. I'd say probably three weeks I've been off. Um, even two weeks ago where I was, uh, or last week, I think I was up 200, but still even, or sorry, two weeks ago, I was up 200. I still didn't feel good about my picks. I feel really good about my picks this week. Um, I'm going to give you guys the, the data so you can know where to be at. Um, what? Um, first, I'm going with my boys, Houston Texans. They're playing in London, which is really going to be a, uh, a road, a road game because, uh, there's only one team really in London that feels like a home team, and that's Jacksonville because they play there every year. But we'll probably have some Texans fans. We'll have some random London people who don't know what's going on with the game, and they're just cheering for punts and all that kind of thing. But I'm going to take the Titans and the Texans minus uh, one and a half points. Um, I also am going to take the Panthers over the Titans. The Panthers are minus three and a half. Uh, Look, whenever a team gets blown out and embarrassed on national television, take them the next week. That's usually when they ball out and figure out a way to get it done. So I'm going to take them minus the three and a half points to beat the Titans. I don't believe in Ryan Tannehill. Um, I don't believe really in the in, in the Titans at all. And they shouldn't have even uh, they shouldn't have even won the game last week. Uh, Tampa Bay got robbed. There was a punt that was blocked, taken back for a touchdown um, that was uh, overturned. And then after the fact, they gave them the ball, but it ruined the the, the actual return for the touchdown, which probably would have ended the game. So. Uh, at the end of the day, I'm going to tell you, don't, don't, you know, watch me, watch TV. And on TV, watch the games that I'm betting and take those. Next, I got Bears, Eagles. Uh, I would tell you definitely take the Eagles minus four and a half points. Eagles got to doing something last week that I thought was very, very important to them. They lined up and they ran the ball down the throat of Buffalo. And if you look at the Eagles and what they've done on their weeks where they played really well, they played the Packers. They lined it up. They ran the ball really well. They played the Bills. They lined it up. They ran the ball really well. I think that's what their identity needs to be. I think that's what they're going to do versus Chicago. And secondly, I don't believe Mitch Trubisky. There's one weakness in the Eagles, and that's their ability to be able to defend the secondary. And you know how you don't have to worry about that? But Mitch Trubisky is the quarterback. So I'm going to take the the Eagles to cover that four and a half points. Next game that I feel really, really good about, uh, that's going to be – I have the the Lions Raiders. Uh, look, everybody's probably going to tell you, oh, you know, Lions are so good. I really actually had somebody that tried to tell me that the that Matt Stafford should be in the MVP discussion. Um, are y'all watching? There was literally like some articles and stuff on that this week. No, he shouldn't. Um, so look, I would I'm going to take the Raiders uh, minus two points versus the Lions. Um, at the end of the day, and excuse my phone for going off, but I expect the Raiders to win that game straight up. The game is in Oakland. Uh, it's one of their, uh, you know, they, they, they've played really well this year. Uh, their, their losses have come to the Chiefs when, when Patrick Mahomes is healthy. The Texans, um, they've lost to, uh, I'm trying to remember the, uh, the other ones. They lost last week. I lost to the Vikings and then they lost to, um, somebody else is pretty good. So, uh, at the end of the day, Raiders, I, I said, I said this earlier. I told the week before us, they lost two weeks in a row. Uh, but I expect I expect them to get back on track, um, put it together, and I expect them to beat oh, the we Lions. Blew, we before they got blown up by the Packers. Packers. That was, so that's what I was saying, though. You look at – got four losses. Their four losses are Packers, Vikings, Texans, Chiefs. So they don't have bad losses. I think they're going to get it done. And then lastly, I'm going to take the, the Patriots minus three. I almost bet the Packers, but Phil Rivers sometimes gets up for these games, plays a lot better than he normally would. I, I'm going to take – the, the Patriots minus three points 
versus the Ravens. Look, as you mentioned, mobile quarterbacks do give uh, some problems to Bill Belichick when they're dual threat. I just don't think – everybody's high on Lamar. I don't think Lamar is as developed as a passer as he's going to need to be in order to be able to, to, to take advantage of what Belichick's doing. I think they're going to do a whole lot of cover zero blitzes. They're going to do a whole lot of scheming. And they have really fast linebackers. Uh, so I expect them to be able to, to limit the field. They're going to spy probably with Kyle Van Noy and with Jamie Collins. And I expect that game to get ugly really, really fast uh, because I also don't trust the Ravens' second secondary. I think they're going to run the ball. I think Tom Brady gives you just enough. I think Muhammad Sanu, uh, another week in the offense, is going to be able to, uh, you know, put put up some points. And I, I expect them to get the job done. So uh, going back through it, my picks are the Texans. They're minus a point and a half. I got the Raiders minus two points. I got the Patriots minus three points. I got the uh Eagles minus four and a half points, and I got the Panthers minus three and a half points. Let's go. Well, boys, um, we're definitely going to see if Jerry can come back next week. And, uh, you know, he jumped out on Jeremy early this, you know, the first few weeks, and uh, Jeremy's grinded back. So we're definitely going to see what happens next week. Uh, You fellas got any any final thoughts before we get up out of here? Yeah, um, I got I got two two final thoughts really that I want to touch on. Um, first, Paul. welcome back, Clemson. Yeah, welcome back, Clemson. This was the first game last week where we actually played like the team that we've been, and we've been dominant on defense. Offense finally started clicking. Trevor Lawrence looked really good. Um, even I mean, as much as everybody's down on him, on Trevor Lawrence, he's fit, in the month of October. So those four games, he's fifth in the nation in passer efficiency. Nine touchdowns, three picks. He he wasn't terrible. But last game, he looked like he normally did. I think we scored on our first, like, eight possessions of the game. Um, so at the end of the day, uh, everybody beware. Uh, and the second thing I definitely want to touch base on, guys, I'm not standing for any more of this Deshaun Watson disrespect. Uh, I put this up on my Twitter. Uh, but look, Deshaun Watson, NFL.com came out with their top five MVP list. Deshaun wasn't on there. I just got done playing Madden. Deshaun's rated an 83 on the game. If you guys want to keep your credibility, if you want to be known as reputable sources for information, fix it and fix it now. Jared, okay. you don't think you're just, you're just overrating him? Everybody else is tripping, but you're not? Um, well, listen, when one guy has the most touchdowns in the NFL this year, let's just not put him outside the top five, especially when he also leads the, the NFL in uh, game-winning drives this year. Also, when you look at his team and how many times Jared, he's been like- ranked for his life – 30 different stats that you, you're pointing out like three that he's leading in, but what are the other quarterbacks leading in their top five? Yeah, None I mean, of them are leading can, touchdowns. I, I, can, I can give you some Dak Prescott leading stats. Right. No, he's no more than QBR. He's no more than football is focus. Um, but the, those, are, those are just – when I say what were you leading in, Deshaun Watson has 21 Jared, Nobody touchdowns. cares about game-winning drives. Especially if you're well, not yes, undefeated, yeah. or at least you only lost one game. Like that's that's a meaningless stack. I w- I would take QBR no, on the game winning drive. Because here's the thing: because even the game winning drives, hey, Deshaun. If you look at it, Deshaun's had two games this year where he scored the touchdown to take the lead to, to win the game, and then the defense gave it up. So um, at the end of the day, yeah, at, at the end of the day, like, there's, there's no one, there's one team. No, what I'm telling you is there's not a quarterback or a player who's played better than Deshaun Watson this season. Jared, stop. Um, There's not. Jared, this is not true. It is true. Name me one. Russell Wilson. Russell Wilson has not. 
Russell Wilson last two weeks is Nick been trash. Bosa? No, Nick, Nick, Nick Bosa. Bosa. Wait, first of all, Nick Bosa has been a little overrated. He's got seven sacks, and everybody's like, oh, man, he should be in the MVP race. Nick Bosa's got three sacks against the Browns and three sacks last week. Other than that, he really has – he got one sack in the other five games. Like, yeah, I mean, let's time let's time Nick, every time I've seen Nick Bosa play, he's been an absolute beast. But, Jared, you can't say that Deshaun's a – Playing the best football everybody in the league, dog. You can't. He got outplayed by Kyle Allen. What are you talking no, he about? He didn't. Damon, if you watch the game, I'm not going to go back, back and forth about this. You, you came. Case, you came on here before that game. You said there's no way that Kyle Allen beats Deshaun. No, I you did always not. say you that you got to go with who has the best there's quarterback. There's no way Kyle Allen. And then the team, your team lost, and then you backtrack. So no, no. If you go back and listen to the podcast, I said there's no way Kyle Allen outplays Deshaun Watson. Which he didn't. If you watch that game. game, okay. So Damon, that that case, then you're going to tell me the Blake Bortles outplayed Tom Brady last year. At the he end of the day, whoever wins the game doesn't mean who is better. If Deshaun Watson drives his team all the way into point. the red zone. Let me finish. If Deshaun Watson drives his team into the red zone, and then the coach calls a wide receiver pass, and the wide receiver throws an interception that's returned inside of the other team's uh, red zone, so they score a touchdown. Is that on Deshaun Watson? or Is that on the coach? Who scored the most points, Jared? The Panthers. Thank not you. Kyle Allen. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah, okay, so, the Panthers. All right. Jared, Jim, you got any final thoughts? Yes. Um, I'm not even going to, you know, start bragging yet because it's, it's, it's happening. You guys see it happening. Some of you kind of mocked me, um, you know, before the season started when I said that Brandon Ingram, by the time he turned 25, would be the best player in basketball. Through four games, he's averaging 27 points. 10 rebounds, 5 assists on so 50% shooting, 50% from 3. It's happening. You're seeing it happen before your eyes. Give it two, three more years. He's going to be Kevin Durant. And that's all. Jeremy, Brandon Ingram would never be anywhere near in the class of Kevin Durant. Cut it out. No. He's nowhere even talented as Kevin Durant. Get him. Stop. He's, already, he's more athletic. Um, I don't give a shit if he's more athletic or not. It's probably... 50% of league more athlete than Kevin Durant. Well, he's nothing. the same size. <laughs> no, he's, he's he doesn't not have the, same the skill. This is like saying he's a, a, be, he's a better driver tennis. of the basketball right now than Kevin, than Kevin Durant is. Kevin Durant's a better shooter, but he's a better driver of the Jeremy, basketball. He's not a better Durant. driver of the he's ball. He's a much better Durant. driver of the basketball. Jeremy, Jeremy's uh, probably top five top of, it. Rim of anybody in the league right now. He's like, Shout out to the listeners that, that are tuned into us another week. Everybody get up out of here. These guys are clearly a little sleepy. Brandon Ingram right is a mix between Make sure you follow us on uh, Instagram, Amibros underscore podcast, because these, these boys are definitely tripping. We're going to holler at y'all next week. We out. <laughs>